So good morning. Um, welcome to another edition of um, um, ODEI podcast live. Uh, this morning we have Orville Abrahams, um, Director of Community Development at the Capital District YMCA on with us, as well as Tanya Hannibal Williams, who is our Community Outreach Specialist, and uh, Zoe O'Bray, our Technical Assistant in the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. So the YMCA has been doing a lot of um, innovative um, initiatives within the community, and we have Orville on this morning to talk about some of those uh, projects that they're working on, as well as to get a greater understanding of um, how he sees things moving, the YMCA moving in the future at Albany. So um, Orville, you are the Director of uh, Community Development at the Capital District YMCA. Please share with us some of what that job entails. Thank you, Ainsley, and uh, thank you, Zoe and Tanya, for having me on this morning. Uh, when people ask me that question about what my what my uh, job entails, it sometimes takes me a minute to to round up the actual uh, duties as opposed to the actual accomplishments. But chief amongst my uh, duties in, in community development is uh, seeking and procuring and uh, massaging. Uh, relationships with other organizations and groups that benefit the YMCA's community as well as benefit those organizations and groups. So to strengthen their service as well as our service as we uh, both or collectively are trying to serve uh, the communities. Uh, for, for example, I'll give um, I'll talk about some of our work with uh, groups like A Village in downtown mm -hmm. Albany, where uh, you know I serve on their board. But uh, we have also served uh, to strengthen some of their community outreach in terms of their food market, in terms of some of the grassroots efforts to get people the health and wellness uh, supplies, as well as their strengthening the downtown neighborhoods. I'll also point to our work with the Albany County Health Department, where we have over the years uh, partnered with them and collaborated with them to bring healthy uh, chronic disease abatement and prevention programs to the community, meaning that we work together. Sometimes they fund us and we provide the service by having uh, facilitators deliver programs in the community. We've delivered programs in local churches, we deliver programs at the Y, and what we're doing is focusing on those communities that are most in need. So that's that's part of what I do. I also look for funds and resources to support the Y's mission. So constantly doing that, uh, we look to partner with different organizations that align with our goals as we try to strengthen their efforts also. So we believe in collaborating and partnering as the way to really have long lasting impact. I also do some uh, very little public advocacy, advocacy work where I uh, keep our legislators and our elected officials informed. And I also uh, go to them and tell them what the YMCA is doing to see if uh, they have any idea of how the Y can serve better in their, in their various districts. So it's very important to, to keep them abreast of what's going on. It's very important to know legislatively what they are aiming for as we inform them because we feel we're a little closer to the community as we inform them 
what the community is looking for at the same time. So those are uh, uh, some of the main things I do. Internally, I have my duties for diversity and inclusion inside the Y also, which is extremely important for us, for our staff to be uh, completely aligned with the latest in uh, DNI and global engagement so that we are better able to serve uh, the, the diverse population that, uh, that continues to evolve in all of our communities. So in a nutshell, that's it. Hope I wasn't too long-winded there. No, no, I, I actually gained a great understanding that you guys really are trying to really work collaboratively with everyone to have a relationship. Um, you know, it's not just targeted, but it's really um, intentional to really get at everyone on a grassroots level as well. So that's pretty impressive. Sure. Yeah. We, 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 you know, in this, in this environment today, especially since resources are becoming more scarce and you have a plethora of organizations out there trying to do good work, it only makes sense for them to, uh, to work together, play to their strengths because we don't all do the same thing. We all don't do it in the same way, but if we find common ground, we can stretch those resources a little further and we can make the impact of what we're trying to do uh, much greater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, I, what even caught my eyes is the relationship you guys have with uh, Green Tech. In fact, I'm gonna ask a two-part question, really. Um, so Green Tech High is a public charter school for boys serving nine through 12th graders. You know, we have other K through 12 schools who have partnered with local colleges, businesses, social and health services in the past to address various disparities. So what um, inspired the YMCA to partner with the Green Tech High School with this new initiative? Well, uh, relationships really are, are at the heart of that. And uh, our CEO, David Brown, is um, uh, a friend and a fraternity brother of Dr. Paul Miller at Green Tech. And so uh, Dr. Miller has done an outstanding job of opening up his, uh, his campus at Green Tech to the public, always uh, hosting public events, community events, and making his facility a area where the public feels that they can come in, whether they are uh, using that school or, or have students at that school or not. He's done, a, he does, he's done a fantastic job. So thus, you have an atmosphere that he's created where partners can come in and perhaps try new ideas. We've done a couple of collaborations with them. We run our gang prevention program there uh, mm -hmm. during the school year. So uh, I believe it's three Saturdays and then one off per month that our teen night, as we call it, and teen night in Albany has been running for over 20 years. And uh, we open up uh, that facility and Dr. Miller has opened his school to us to say, you can run teen night here and basically teens can come in under the supervision of gang prevention specialists and they can just recreate. They can play basketball, they play games, video games, they're fed, pizza and other food items are bought in and the Y supports this. Uh, but unfortunately we didn't have a place to hold it since we sold our uh, North Omni facility to the school district. So we looked around and lo and behold, uh, Dr. Miller says, I believe that uh, young men, they don't have to be Y members, and young women, they don't have to be Y members, can just come in off the street on a Saturday night 
and recreate for two or three hours in a completely safe and non-judgmental environment. Now, there are boundaries, of course, there are rules. And this is in concert with the uh, Albany Police Department who usually bring a, have an officer there uh, to uh, staff, I, I would say more or less get to know the teens rather than staff the program, but it's a great opportunity. It's in full support, it's been fully supported by the Albany Police Department. And they recognize, and the statistics show this, that when T night runs, there's less calls for service because right. Right. Uh, the young people are engaged in a semi-structured activity. So, you know, the, the police see the value in that. Uh, okay, let's have tea night, let's participate, let's support it. So I'm just setting the stage for why green tech, why we, we look at green tech as a, a viable partner because of what they continue to do. Uh, do and, and I give the credit to Dr. Miller there. So uh, green tech is, is in the process of uh, trying to acquire the land. And there's 18 acres of land uh, near their school or, or exactly contiguous to their school so that they can continue to expand their, pro, their school program. So they are uh, seeking to buy that from the capital district uh, or the uh, Catholic diocese of the capital region. And I believe that, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but I believe that sale is going to go through. So um, Paul Miller, Dr. Miller approached uh, David Brown and said, you know, we're we're doing something here and we're, we're trying to expand our services. Would it be possible for the Y to also look at having some services or facilities here? So that's how uh, we, Dave Brown, came up with the idea of trying to replicate a campus, a community service campus that is in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's called the, the Southeast Raleigh Campus. And it's, it's a consortium of, uh, I'm looking at it right on my, my screen right now. It's a consortium of um, YMCA, public school, grocery stores, housing. So they're trying to form a, a campus which will support underserved communities. So if you talk about what the social determinants of health are and, and what many times prevent people outside of, you know, including racism, but outside of what is preventing many groups from advancing and fully realizing the potential of, of, uh, of America is those, those determinants, proper nutrition, adequate housing, employment opportunities, access to educational opportunities, et cetera. So what the Southeast Raleigh, uh, Triangle YMCA did was they partnered with a consortium, which included grocers, which included schools, which included housing to form this campus. And, and it's called the Southeast Raleigh Promise. There's also something like this in Atlanta, where they're taking a very holistic approach to, to uh, community development or, or community building, if you will. Uh, and you can hearken back to the Albany or the uh, Harlem Children's Zone. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, Jeffrey Canada. It, it, it's a holistic approach. So uh, Dr. Miller and uh, approached 
David Brown at the Y and he said, um, why don't we look at doing something like this? So it kind of generated from those two individuals. Mm -hmm. And so um, we approached groups like Hudson Valley. We approached uh, constructor, contractors. We approached the city of Albany. We approached as many as we can to see what their interest would be in this idea. Uh, because, you know, I know Hudson Valley and other groups want to expand their services into uh, their, their job training and job development services into different regions. So BOCES, et cetera, everybody's looking for space to either have a facility or get the right facility so that they can offer their, their uh, employment development and job development training. So uh, why couldn't we all house this in, in the same place was the idea. So if you look at Albany, you're not really going to find 18 acres of available land uh, in the heart of the city. Now you could, you may be able to find it on the on the edges, but you'll have a tough time convincing various neighborhood associations and groups that you're going to build something there. But in the center of the city, where those services are most needed, especially in the South End, if you look at uh, the demographics and the reports, you're going to find higher uh, unemployment there. You're going to find higher use of uh, social services there. Uh, you're going to find various indicators that say that these neighborhoods are uh, severely in need of more resources or more, they need more resources than other groups do. So to place it, place it there, it seemed like a, a very fortuitous confluence of events. And sometimes you have to uh, kind of strike while the iron is hot and advance a bold idea, uh, a very ambitious idea, and try and see if other people can catch that vision and join in. And again, all these things have to be done collaboratively because the Y cannot afford to do this on their own. And Green Tech cannot afford to do it on their own. But if there is a nice consortium of committed partners we could really build something special there that transforms the community, uh, transforms the way uh, work is done in Albany. Sharing resources, sharing the risk, uh, spreading that out over many partners reduces um, the, uh, the burden on any one group mm -hmm. and gives the project a greater opportunity for sustainability because you're diversified and what you're offering. You have government, you have uh, a public school, if you will. Uh, charter schools are public schools. You have uh, a non-for-profit, which has a uh, uh, income generating model through membership and programs. Uh, you have uh, job development. If, you, if we had a group like Hudson Valley or BOCES come in, you have contractors and unions that could also contribute so um, folks need education, folks need housing. We, we don't have any housing built into this model, but there are service programs, uh, youth development, uh, employment development programs there that we can add, as well as recreation. Another unique uh, facet that, that um, Dave Brown offered was to build uh, basketball courts for, to entice AAU 
uh, tournaments to come in. And, um, you know, this is all thinking of, of either the post-COVID environment, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but also have a NCAA-sized regulation court there so that you can host more regional events there, which would be revenue generating. So it's not all government money. It, it is a mix, mixture of, of uh, private capital, uh, membership revenue, uh, government, of course, if you're, if you're talking about finance, uh, a state university system and, or, and BOCES and things of that nature. All right, okay, wow, okay, go ahead, Tom. So Orville, I have a couple of follow-up questions on, on, sure. on this vision. Uh, since the South End seems to be the most logical place because of the, the land that's there, would this project solely be open to residents that are either members of this facility or from a specific geographic location, or would it be open to um, a, a larger um, population from the greater Albany area? Uh, it'd be open to everyone. So uh, the, ge- the, the placement of the facility is just based solely on the availability of land. So if there was land available in, uh, in Arbor Hill or West Hill, if you had that size, uh, it could go there. And I'm not saying it's gonna go on that spot. This is a vision, and, but it's made available by the availability of the land. Uh, so as I said earlier, there are very few locations in the city of Albany that you can, that there's just not 18 acres of land, in developable land in Albany without knocking down a block. Mm-hmm. And how likely is that to happen? Um, so it, it would be open to everyone. Uh, so we advanced an idea to have uh, the city of Albany Recreation Department, Youth Recreation Department, which is located in the South End. It's on uh, Huffman Avenue and, and uh, Huffman and McCarty. So, but the Recreation Department serves the entire city, but it just so happens to be located in the South End. And there's a gym there, there's courts there, et cetera. So same concept. It's just a matter of where there's available land. And there's a lot of movement in the South End to bring grocery stores uh, and those kinds of things that this consortium would would offer. So my other question is that, you know, based on relationships that um, both of the leaders of Green Tech and YMCA had, um, they were able to, you know, fashion this. Is there some kind of relationship with the Leadership Academy for Girls High School to um, be part of this plan? You know, I, no. <laughs> Just to, we have, I don't know of any relationship that, that we have. Now, we, as the YMCA, we used to run program at uh, Girls Academy. Girls Leadership Academy, or the Leadership Academy, I believe it's called, Leadership Charter High School. Yeah. So, uh, but no, we didn't have any direct or indirect input from that group. I don't know if they are affiliated with Green Tech. I don't believe so, but uh, I can't swear to that. I, I've looked on the 990s for Green Tech, and it, it appears to be its own wholly owned entity. Um, so. The uh, Albany Leadership Charter High School 
was not initially part of this discussion. Now, that being said, if they are interested and there's something that we can do with them, we're, we're totally open to that. Well, that sounds great. And the reason I bring it up is because, as you might know, that Hudson Valley is really trying to develop that pipeline for students to come into uh, the college and, you know, go on, but particularly in STEM. I noticed that some of your program includes STEM and science programming. So just wanted to make sure that, you know, we, we brought it up the possibility to see what we might be able to develop. Sure. Yeah. Um, again, this is, when you put this vision out there, you're going to have uh, folks who it will spark ideas and that's, that's purposeful. And that's hopeful that people will come and say, well, have you thought about this? or here's another possible partner, or here's someone that might want to get involved, you may want to reach out to them. So I'm, I'm glad that you said that. Okay. Thanks. All right. so one last question. So has the YMC ever worked with our Native peoples on reservations? Not the Capital District YMCA locally, but otherwise have, yes. Okay. So the YMCA of Canada, <laughs> YMCA of uh, Twin Cities in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. And there are some YMCA's that are uh, that are on native lands, okay. and they are run by uh, native people. Okay. So uh, locally, you may want to go further west, um, looking at uh, Rochester, gotcha. Buffalo. There are uh, various Indian lands out there. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that I know of any programs, but mm -hmm. that's where I would start yeah. to look. Yeah, I definitely thought that this concept would definitely be beneficial to them as well. Um, that's why I asked that question. But I just want to thank you for spending time with us this morning. Um, you know, follow us on Instagram, HVCC underscore ODEI. Well, I follow uh, you. Check uh, <laughs> <laughs> us out on Facebook at HVCC ODEI. I'm an uh, alum now. I'm an HVCC alum. So there you go. There you oh, go. there you go. <laughs> so, any, any anyone else have any final questions for Orville? It's been Orville. a pleasure, Orville. Yes, thank you thank for you joining very us, much. and you. we'll be uh, posting this and uh, keep you updated where it's located. You can uh, listen to it as well. All right. Have a great day. Right. Thank have you. Have a good weekend. Bye bye.